All right, welcome back to another episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not Podcast. This is your host at Day Bars Open, the life and times of millennial episode 20. Super excited, like I mentioned before, when I first started out, I was only shooting to do like 10 episodes of this. Like That was the one number I wanted to achieve, and I'm uh, grateful for everyone who's been listening along the way to you know double that goal and hitting 20 episodes, man. So thank you so much, as always, to everybody who's been rocking with us since the moment we started doing this thing. Um, as always, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, at absolutely fucking not, know you after the F. And on Twitter at AFN Podcast. But um, yeah, man, episode 20. Really excited to do this one, knock this one out. Uh, and then obviously move on to whatever the next achievement is with this. Is it If it's getting to 25, to 40, to 50, whatever the case may be. Really excited to just be uh, you know, putting another episode out. Hopefully you guys enjoy the uh, the topics of discussion coming shortly. But um, just want to catch up with you guys, man. Good, You know, what's been going on in my life. Uh finally have some we're in march now by the way just this fucking year is flying by i'm sure when march comes around everyone says that but damn this year is really 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 flying by like january was even fast like i remember last year january took forever but even january was fast and february was fucking like two weeks so it's absolutely fucking insane that we're already in march but we're in march i'm excited for march trips are in march so have that next week uh yeah, go to Charleston next week, come back, go to Belize, which I'm super fucking excited about. Uh, pretty much like my first destination wedding as well in Belize. So kudos to Holly and Kevin who are getting married and letting me be a part of that in some way, shape or form. So going to be a great time, but that's like three weeks away. So we'll get more in depth in that uh, the week before and the week after I get back. But um, this week, man, I'm excited. It's going to be a, a pretty pretty good week at work, I think. Nothing too crazy going on uh, in my uh, in my social life. Uh, I got a couple of Sarah's girlfriends coming over this weekend to celebrate her birthday, which is always fun. Um, we know when we get family and friends to visit, so I'm going to make the most of that. Take them around to the typical South Florida thing, you know, where everyone thinks they're going to be hanging out in Miami the entire time, but they're really in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, you know, one of her girlfriends is like, well, I really want the drinks, the big drinks. And I'm like, they have that in Fort Lauderdale. But yeah, but they have in Miami. I'm like, but they also have them in Fort Lauderdale. So uh, it'll be fun, though. It'll be fun. Um, I'll do what I can to obviously make it a fun weekend. But um should be a lot of fun. Uh, this past weekend, again, to anything too too crazy, just chilling, um, was able to was able to actually see Rich and his dad yesterday at the hospital, which was a lot of fun. Um, it was Rich's dad's birthday, as I mentioned before. As, as Rich has mentioned in the past, he's his dad's, you know, recovering from, uh, you know, from going through uh, chemo and cancer and all that stuff. So we're trying to, you know, you know, boost his spirits up. Came over with a bottle of whiskey, shared a couple of laughs, jokes. You know, just good time. Took a couple of pictures. It was really a really good time. So shout out to Rich. Uh, shout out to Rich's dad on the road to recovery. Never easy, but hopefully uh, moments like yesterday where we were able to all hang out as a family definitely uh, you know, help out his uh, his spirits. But besides that, yeah, man, just really been just back on just me doing my thing, really just, you know, work, plan these trips. Uh, just got randomly, not randomly invited. That's, that, that wouldn't be fair to my boy, but um, just got invited actually to a wedding in uh, Lisbon, Portugal, 
Uh, Portugal's always been on my uh, bucket list, if you know me. I always like thought of this perfect trip is that I would do Morocco and uh, Portugal like on an extended uh, trip. But um, my boy Neil, uh, Neil, who I've known since fucking forever ago, Neil Rochwell, my boy. I know him since I was like in the ninth grade. We were neighbors um, in India. Uh, it was, like me and Neil have a really cool relationship where like we may not see each other for dude, eight, ten months, but then we, the moment we hang out, like everything just kind of picks up from where I left off, and we're you know after a couple of drinks, we're hugging, we're talking about you know old times, catching up on new things. So my boy's getting married. He's getting married in Portugal uh, this September. So. Going to go check that out. So that's super exciting. I thought this year would be mainly, you know, trips within the States. But, you know, if I can knock out a bucket list item, um, I'm going to knock it out, man. So super excited about that. It's pretty much the, the biggest news I got over the weekend. I was just chilling on the couch and I got a text from uh, from Neil. He's like, yo, are you free September? I'm like, for you? Why not? So like, so September, I'm going to, to Portugal, man. So super excited about that. Um so that's, uh, the, the, I guess, the biggest thing that happened in my weekend. Uh, if you guys had some crazy things happen for you, always hit me up. want to hear more about it. Tell me some things in your millennial life that you've experienced that may help out the other listeners or you know, just give me some more you know, topics to discuss that you really you know, have, the, have been at the forefront of your mind. Uh, hit me up, as always, on Twitter, at AFN Podcast, and on Instagram, at Absolutely fucking not. No, you after the F. Uh, but as far as this episode, man, episode 20 of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast, Life and Times of Millennial. Episode 20 is about a topic that really could be labeled like Taking L's Part 2. It's kind of in, the, in, in that realm. So I, I, and I, it's really becoming something that's really been at the forefront of my mind when I'm talking to a lot of my friends and just, you know, trying to do the, like the grown up thing here and there. It's called Humble. So episode 20 is called Humble because there's been a lot of humbling experiences in my adult life. Um, some crazy ones more recently, um, some crazy ones in the past. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like, you know, how I always do, you know, walk through some stories and hopefully you guys learn from that. Take something away from that or just something, you know, a, a funny story you guys can relate to in some, in some aspect or the other. But Humble, man. So the, the, the idea of the, the word just kept coming up when I was going through you know, trying to figure out, you know, what to do as far as, you know, what was moving back to Miami, as far as am I going to go to grad school, am I, you know, what to do as far as a job, you know, just a, a whole bunch of times being humbled has, you know, been at the forefront of, you know, decisions that I made in my life. But more, more, more recently, man, just, you know, talking to in the last, last episode, shout out to Sam, we were talking about how humbling it was when, he was going through the home buying experience. And I was like, damn, bro, same. Because I was in a position um, this summer, or I, th- <laughs> I thought I was in a position this past summer to like, I was going to, I wanted to buy a house. And I was like, all right, so I'm looking like beginning of, this, of the, the end of summer, beginning of fall. I'm like, all right, I got four months left of my lease, plenty of time. I make good money, you know, knock on wood. As of now, I make good money. Um, that I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go about, you know, I'm, I'm of age, right? I'm 29. I was 29 at the time. Like, I'm of age. Let's go, you know, buy yourself a house. That's the thing to do, right? You know, you're, you can't, you know, get married and have kids and all that stuff if you don't, if you don't own your own home, apparently. So that's at least, that's what the mindset I had in my house, man. And from the moment this entire home buying experience started, 
to the moment it ended and I was like, I'm not buying a house. It was honestly one of the most humbling experiences of my entire life. Met with the realtor, met with the, the, the guy from the bank. <clears throat> I was in the, when they started throwing numbers at me, man, I'm just like, all right, that, 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 fine. Like, what, I don't know what that means. You know, 300,000 here, 320 grand here, 270 grand here. I'm like, all right, cool. These, I mean, I guess that's the, the rate the houses are going for, but I'm assuming, all right, I got good credit. You know, I make a decent amount of money. I'll be able to, you know, I'm a first time homeowner. I'm going to get a bunch of deals. It is not going to be that, that, that crazy. I'm going to get something relatively reasonable that I can afford. Absolutely fucking not was the uh, was the answer from my uh, from my realtor and uh, the guy from the bank because this shit was just crazy, just fucking crazy. It was going to be like it was like twelve hundred dollars more than what I was paying in rent. Um, then a bunch of other fees and then the closing costs and the fucking down. I was just like, oh, what is happening right now? What is happening? Is it, is it me? Is, is, am I fucking up right now? Like, did, did I do something wrong? And then I was like, as I'm driving around and looking at houses, and now I'm like, oh, that house probably costs that much. This house probably costs this much. This house probably costs this much. And I'm like, yeah, who the fuck can afford these houses, man? Like, who, like, who, who can afford these houses? And the funny thing is, like, I have like a couple friends, like at my job, who like you know bought homes recently, and I'm like, I mean, I know what they kind of make, so I'm like, damn, like these, like. Either all your money went into the into the house or you got a, a side hustle that I don't know about and you're just like making it work or you just you never go out and your entire house. I mean, your entire fortune and whatever you make is just going into paying your mortgage, which I guess is a way to live. But I mean, I like to do some things on the weekend or some things with my life that I don't want all the money I make to go towards, you know, paying for this house. So. That got me thinking, man. That was a very humbling experience because I walked into it like, all right, I'm at this level. I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm. A, this is what I want to do. This is what I need. I guess ego played played a part into it. Entitlement kind of played a part into it. Again, that whole the whole millennial mindset that we've been talking about now for uh, 20 episodes, and I was expecting a, and then man, I got nothing close to that. And that was a very humbling experience, man. I had to fucking just take a step back and just be like, all right, cool. Let's let's reassess the situation. And then, you know, let's see if, you know, buying a home is the way to go. So that experience was very humbling for me and it definitely helped me get a better perspective of my own life, my own financials, my own situation, um, helped me better plan. It's helped me, you know, be a better planner as we speak. Um, now that I'm like three months into my new lease and I'm all right, cool, let's, we'll try this again, but let me set myself up for success moving forward. Um, so similar to taking L's, there's, there's also moments in your life that are very humbling that we need to learn from, see what comes from that, put the ego aside, um, and to just take a deeper dive and take that experience and see what we can learn from it, man. So I want to just go over a few experiences in my life that have been very, very humbling and, you know, explain how I, I have learned from it and how I've maybe repeat the same, you know, situation again, but, you know, just, you know, share those with you guys. And I would love for you guys to share with me some moments that were very humbling to you. So as always, hit me up on Twitter at AFN podcast or on instagram at absolutely fucking not no you after the f and just let me know about some moments in your life that were super humbling but you've been able to you know get past that and you know finally you know achieve what you were trying to achieve so hope you guys enjoy this episode as always a pleasure always putting these things out this up this show out to you be back in a second with some more humbling experiences on the absolutely fucking not podcast the life and times of millennial
All right, welcome back to episode 20 of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast. This is your host at Day Bars Open, it's life and times of millennial. Episode 20, we're talking about being humbled and some humbling moments that I've experienced in my life that I feel could be you know, a benefit for people to listen to and just see how I dealt with that. Hopefully you can relate to it. Hopefully you can learn from it. At the end of the day, maybe it's just like, you know, a good, funny story you can just enjoy. But this all came you know, to, to thought when I was going through the, the, the home buying experience, or I thought I was at least, and then, and then in going through that experience, realized, well, I guess I'm not buying a home right now because apparently I'm broke and that's not happening. So I just wanted to share about some other moments where um, that I can recollect that I was super, super humbled and that, you know, just made me a better person or just made me learn from it and maybe, you know, pivot in another direction and with my life and go about doing things differently. So as before, I like to focus more on my like adult teenage years and adult life because obviously at a younger age, you know, other you know, other factors like your parents play, you know, a larger role in deciding how things play out for you. So and going back in my memory in a moment that, you know, me having adult thoughts, adult thoughts um, and could really understand a situation that that first comes in mind as being humbled was basketball, man. And I probably should have done this on the uh, on the Dribble and Dimes podcast. Shout out to Manny and Emilio the Poet. But I'll bring it up now, man. I remember, so, in basketball, at least playing ball in India, man. And playing basketball in, this, in, in the parks in New York. But at least when I was playing basketball in India, like, I was the man. Like, no bullshit. Like, I was the man. I was, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, at a very young, young age. Um, pretty skilled. Not the best athlete by any stretch, but I was just the man. Like, I was... I was playing, I've been playing basketball at this point um, for almost like a, six to seven years more than anyone out there. Like I was playing basketball at a very young age where these kids were, you know, only picking up basketball, you know, at a later stage in their life. So I had that, you know, that advantage and I had the advantage of being taller than most of them. And I had the advantage of just, you know, knowing the game more. So I was the man in it, like in India playing basketball, man. Like we went overseas for a couple of tournaments. I played very, very well in those tournaments. Um, we were playing against, you know, other international schools, um, their American coaches, you know, at like these other international schools will pull me aside and say, Hey man, like you're 16 now, you know, what are your plans? Like, you know, do you have any recruits looking at you? I'm friends with a couple people from this school and that school. Like if you're interested, so like my head is fucking ballooned up right now. I'm like, Oh, so I know I'm not playing against. You know, Americans, you know, my age group, but shit, I'm playing against somebody and I'm the best player out here. So, all right, I'm, I'm clearly very, very good. In my mind, I'm like the best, but at least I know I'm, like, I'm very good. So what I do to get even more exposure now that I have like two years left before college, I decide to go and uh, sign up for some basketball camps in the States. So obviously get recognized by some people or just, you know, get exposed to the level of competition in, 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 in America. So when I come back now from my summer vacation to be in New York, you know, me and my mom signed me up for a few camps. Perfect. I go to the, the first camp. It's called, uh, what is it? Is it called? It's, uh, I think it's not ABCD camp, but uh, it's like, it, it was run by the Knicks. All right, so the Knicks um, had a, a camp out in um, Chelsea Piers, and I dominate, like dominate again. But this camp is like, the age group is like 15 to 18. 
but there's only like two other kids like my height and my skill level. So like I'm dominating, but I know it's like, all right, but like there's not really that, that level of competition. But at the same camp, one of the coaches there pulls me aside and is like, hey, Danny, I'm also a coach at, this, at another league um, Monday through Friday. Um, if you want, you know, I would love to have you on the team, have you sign up and, you know, play with us. And they were playing in some pretty competitive leagues in New York, one in Long Island and one in Dykeman um, in Uptown New York. And Dykeman is like renowned for having very skilled basketball players at different age groups. So I was going to be like this 16 to 19 range. And I was like, shit, man, like I, this dude is coaching in this. He's also a personal coach. If he thinks I'm good enough, then shit, I'm, I must be fucking really good. So like my head is like my ego is it's, it's, I already have a big head as it is. So trust me, my head was huge at this, at this very moment. So I'm like, all right, great. I go to, I go to Dykeman for the first time. I play okay. Coming off the bench because they already have a roster going. And I get a couple layups and I feel good. I'm like, I don't, I don't play great. But I'm, like, I, but I'm seeing like, yo, these fucking kids are good. Like these other kids are really, really, really good. Like how I'm like, like all right, man, hopefully when I you know, get my opportunity... You know, I, I can I can ball out. Fast forward to the following week, we have a game. I'm starting, uh, and man, I'm fucking terrible. And again, I'm not. I don't know if it's nerves, or I'm just I wasn't le- ready for that level of competition. But man, it's not going well at all. Like this shit is not going well at all at all. Like I'm fumbling. I get the ball. I'm fumbling it. I try to make my my you know. My patent move, like a move that I always do for guys, for those of you guys that don't know what like, that term means, like a move that I'm, I'm always used to making, a little turnaround hook, not working. They're still in the ball for me. I can't get to my spots. The guys are bigger than me, so I'm trying to back them down the post, and the shit's just not working. And I'm like, hmm, all right, well, this is a little, this is a little different. Fast forward three weeks later, no longer starting. I'm like two weeks away from going back home to India to start the school, the, my junior year of high school. And man, we're up by like 15 and one. So I'm, was, I'm on the bench right now watching my, the team from Dykeman play. And I see we're up like 15. And I was in the game for a few minutes and, I, and, I, and I'm still playing terribly. And I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Like, yo, like, the fuck, bro? Like, you were meant, like, you're good. Like, what the fuck's happening? And then my coach, you know, was subbing people in and out, and I wasn't getting subbed in. I was sitting at the end of the bench. Not because he put me there, because I put myself there. And then one of my teammates on the team was like, yo, Danny, like, tell coach to put you in, man. We're up 15, 20. Like, the game's almost over. Get, get, get some minutes in you. And I was like, nah, bro. I don't want to go in. And, bro, that was, like, the first time in basketball and something that I was so confident in, like something that, yeah, I could, I just, I just, basketball was just me. Like it was one of the same. We spoke about me at school. We spoke about me on any, like just, it was, basketball was my thing to fucking be 16 years old going on 17 and you, you're trying to fucking, you know, make it quote unquote. And you're, you're finally being exposed to level competition that's going to help you get to the next level that thing you've been striving for your entire, you know, t- entire life so far to be fucking on a bench and being afraid to go into a game 
Whew. Bro, that was a weird feeling. That was a very humbling experience, my guys. Like, that was very, very humbling. Because I was like, bro, like, it's just not working out. Like, I go in the games. I'm fucking nervous. I'm fucking sweating. Like, I was meant to be sweating. <laughs> but, like, I'm sweating because of the nerves. Like, I just couldn't fucking... I didn't know what was going on. And, like, I just... It was just crazy. It was just... It was really, really crazy, man. And I was like... So, I, I finished out the season. Like, I did good at camps. But, like, when it came to gameplay against, like, proper competition, like the ones I was seeing in Dykeman, I just wasn't ready for it, man. It's like all my flight back to India, that's a long fucking flight. It's like a day and a half. So I had plenty of time to think about it. I was just like, bro, you got to decide right now. This is what the fuck you want to do because you got two years of high school left. And like, what's going on? Like, what's your plan? And man, it took me a long while, man. It took me a long while to to figure out. Like, luckily, I got back to India like in August and basketball season just starts October because like of the... you know, it, was, it rains a lot in the, in, in the monsoon in India. So we would, you know, we, they postponed the basketball season until a little bit later because we practiced outside. And man, it took me up, up until season to decide if I wanted to fucking keep playing ball. And that's crazy, again, because from the age of fucking six, basketball is all I wanted to do. That's it. I want to play in all the sports. Just basketball. Every summer, every day, in and out, throughout the school year, basketball, basketball, basketball. And I'm telling you, man, being exposed to the, those New York City ballers at Dykeman and just not feeling like I was one of them was a very humbling experience, man. It made me want to almost fucking quit ball. But luckily enough, man, I, I embraced that fucking challenge my last two years and just I signed up for like five more leagues like in the, for when I went back to New York. Like I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not giving up on this shit. Let's join a couple more leagues. And just let's just try. Let's just let's just see. Let's try again. And I had a really good you know junior year in high school. Good soft, uh, good senior year. Uh, I remember I remembered all the fucking drills that I learned at you know at, at Nick's camp and just applied it every single day to you know when I was practicing. I got better and I got better and I got better and I got better. And then when I went back to the camps the following year, I was, I was better. I was better. Maybe not the fucking. I wasn't the best. I wasn't the best, but I was better. And that's probably like the the best lesson I learned out of out of out of out of this moment of being so humbled was that all right, like it's it's an ego check. It's like yeah, you're not you're not the best. You, you, maybe you're not what you thought you were, but you can still get better. Right? That's probably a lesson I try to apply, and you know, a lot of things at work. Like all right, maybe I don't know everything, and maybe I don't know have all the skills right now, and maybe I'll never be the best person to. You know, do this one thing, but fuck, I could be better than I am today. And that's how basketball was for me, man. Like, I went from being on cloud nine to being knocked down completely back to earth. And maybe I never got back to cloud nine by the time I ended playing basketball, like going into college. But I was better than what I was. And I guess that's like the biggest thing of when you do have such a humbling experience. Like, figure out, all right, what can I do to get better? And at least for basketball, I was able to understand, all right, man, like, you know, the same way you were better than a lot of these kids in India because you were exposed to basketball at a very young age and that's all you were learning. All right, but now you're being in, now you being in India, maybe level of competition is not the same. Maybe you're not as hungry as those other kids in New York like that all they know is basketball. And that's fine. Maybe you can never be as good as them. But hey, you can get, you, you can get better. And that was my only goal, to get better. And I definitely ended 
my senior year, my basketball career in high school better than I did that sophomore year when I first was exposed to proper high school basketball in New York. So that was the first humbling experience of my life that I can truly remember. Please let me know more about yours. If it was sports related, whatever the case may be, love to get your, 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 um, your experiences on the, uh, on the podcast and share that later on on social. So hit me up on, uh, on Instagram at absolutely fucking not know you after the F or on, uh, on Twitter at AFN podcast. Be back in a second sharing some more humbly experiences on the life and times of millennial episode 20. Alright, welcome back to episode 20 of the Absolutely Fucking Not podcast. This is your boy at Daybar's Open. It's the life and times of millennial. Episode 20 is called Humble. And this is me sharing some moments in my life that I've been extremely, extremely humbled by that helped make me a better person, helped me get more introspective about you know, my life and figure out, like, damn, if I, am I doing it? Am I going about you know, things in my life in the right way? So, you know, hope you guys in, you know, enjoy these, these stories I'm sharing. And if you guys can relate, that's obviously the, the number one goal you know, with me even doing the podcast. But just, you know, hope you guys just enjoy it and, you know. You know, take it for uh, for face value. I'm trying to be as, obviously as honest as possible. So, and I already told you guys about how humbling you know the whole buying a home experience was. That was fucking super humbling. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm gonna still buy a house in the future. But if I if I can't, I can't, and I'll just keep writing. Because um, obviously, I, the, the lesson from that was I don't want to put myself in a bad situation just for the uh, the idea of like, well, you know, you're of a certain age or almost thirty, you should be buying a house. Like, you know, all those. All those myths and thought process, I feel, don't really apply to the millennials, right? We're like, <clears throat> I remember when I was young, Jay-Z, you know, as he was getting older, he was like, 30's a new 20, right? So I feel like a lot of the things and ideas that like when our parents were a certain age clearly don't apply to us anymore. It's just a different time. So when the time's right, hopefully I'll buy a home. Until then, I'll just keep, you know, going about things the right way to make sure I'm better prepared for that moment if it were to happen again. Um... I told you guys how, you know, basketball, that was my first love. Something I thought I was very, very good at. Was very humbled to be exposed to, you know, better basketball players than me. That took a while to overcome, but, you know, I embraced that and just tried to get better. Never got to maybe their level, but I got better as a basketball player. So that's definitely um, a thing I wanted to, to share with you, the lesson I learned from that. So I'm trying to share at least one more experience where I was truly, truly humbled. I was kind of debating about what to share. Like, I feel like I already told you guys about how many times, you know, like obviously myself when I had guests over from the MBA program. Like, you know, it's very humbling when you know we, you know, once you graduate from, for example, for myself and my friends, we graduated. A lot of fellow millennials, we graduated undergrad. It was very humbling because you assume, well, I have a degree now. I'm gonna get every job that I want, every job that I apply for. I'm gonna get. Not the case. Um, it was very humbling when you go through grad school and you get your MBA that all the jobs you're applying for are the same jobs you qualified for when you were in undergrad. Very humbling. But I feel like I've kind of beaten to death the idea of like, you know, millennials being disappointed by what the job market is in this current economy and maybe the, the expectations that we had with school and, you know, college and master's program you know we kind of get let down by that and that's very humbling but we figure it out right we like we all figure out a way to move past it 
So I kind of want to talk about a moment then, because <clears throat> I don't want to talk about that again. About another aspect of my life that I feel was very, very humbling that I kind of touched upon in the past, but never really dive deep into it. So I kind of give you guys a better perspective now. So relationships. So in, in relationships, I've, I've been very humbled. And that's probably something I needed to honestly probably be happier long term because I've never been humbled in the past when it came to relationships. So as far back as I, when I was properly dating, like properly like boyfriend, girlfriend, not some stupid meet you on the, on the, on the courtyard talk and then never see you again until the next day is cool shit, like properly dating, like, you know, intimate dating for most of my relationships, like at least from the age of like 16, uh, 25, like I, I was never humbled in a relationship. I was not, I was very, I was cocky for the most part. Um, <laughs> I was very cocky, um, entitled, you know, felt that I just, you know, I deserved, you know, I just deserved a, a few things. I mean, I thought it was a good boyfriend, not like a dick or anything, but, uh, yeah, I just felt like, yo, this is, you know, I, I never, I guess, I, I guess when it comes to relation, when it comes, when you, when I say be humble, um, I guess you're humbled when the other person decides to break it off, right? That's a humbling moment. That's a, uh, you know, a punch to the gut. So in my situations, and I had like four, three or four long-term relationships that I was ne- that never happened. I broke it off for whatever reason. Um, you know, for whatever reason, I broke it off. Maybe it wasn't working out anymore. Whatever, just it, I broke it off. So I, I was always able to walk away with, I guess, my ego intact. Like I was, that, that's the situation. Like I walked away, you know, I was sad, but hey, you move on. Assume the best going to happen. As I got older, this happened to me like back to back. It was flipped. And the females I was with, that I was with, they both, I don't know, all... So one relationship and the next relationship, they decided to walk away. And that was super humbling. Because obviously it would have been, I feel like I would have been better prepared for these situations if, you know, early on in my life, I was able to experience that. Like, oh, they didn't want to break up. Damn, let me, what what emotions should I be feeling right now to better process all this? But when all I knew in my adult life was, all right, once I decide, me, Danny, once I decide this isn't working, I walk away from this. And it was super, super humbling to be on the other side of that now. And now no matter what I, I say, no matter what I do, no matter what actions I try to display, I have no control over the situation. So... In my adult life, now I'm 20, 25 through, through the age of 28, and like, you know, you think you're, you're in a strong relationship and that relationship is crumbling and you're, you know, you're fighting and you're, you're trying to convince the other person to, hey, let's make this work. And it's like, nah, you have no control anymore. That was humbling. And then, you, and it's just like, damn, like, but like, is it so the really the humbling part of it was like this made me really get introspective on like the person I was. I think I mentioned that before. It's like, all right, fuck. Like after you get through all the you know the sadness and the heartbreak and all that bullshit, like all that stuff which is needed, it's like all right, but like 
who like who am I? And the, the reason why I was humbling is because I guess I didn't know who I was. And being humbled by this, by these these back to back relationships that didn't work out. It makes you doubt yourself. It's the same way at basketball. Like I was like, damn, is my jump shot not that good? Is am I really that slow? Am I am I not quick enough to like to be in certain parts of the you know of the game when it's getting heated? And then it came to the same way with relationships. Now that it was flipped on me and I was the one being told that, hey, you're currently not good enough, quote unquote. I'm like, yo, is it me? Like, am I not good, not good looking enough? Am I am I can I not hold a conversation? I'm not, you know. Am I not a good, you know, am I, am I not like a good enough person for you? Like, am I not funny enough? Like, what is it? Like, what is it about me that's not working? And that shit, yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. Like, that was really, really crazy just trying to go through all of those thought processes because it's like, like you really just start having so much self-doubt. But from that, I was able to really, all right, cool, like, Explore those things you're fucking concerned about. If you really think like, all right, if your question, if I was, I was doubting myself about being able to hold a conversation. All right, well, can I? Like, I was examining myself. Like, when I'm talking to my friends and like, like I see them laughing. I see them. We're talking now for 35, 45 minutes straight. I'm like, all right, clearly I could fucking hold a conversation. If you know, so like things like that. Like, all right, I'm, I'm going out. I'm seeing you know, women approach me because, and like, me not talking to them, they're coming to me. All right, so clearly I'm good looking. But it took me being humbled and me having to question myself and take a deeper dive to really appreciate, you know, who I am as a person. And I guess that's the beauty in being humbled and stuff like that. I feel like you have to experience those moments, especially in a relationship, because you, you may be so ego-minded and so, like, have a weird perspective of yourself that that may get the best of you. And when you finally do find the right person who you want to make the most of, you may ruin that because your entire life, like my entire life, I had this whole weird perspective of who I was and I felt super entitled, entitled, sorry, when it came to relationships. So it definitely was, again, a very humbling experience to be the one that's being broken up with than being the other person who's breaking up. That was very humbling. Um, Again, it led to a lot of self-doubt, but in that self-doubt, I was able to truly find out exactly who I was and who I was trying to be. And, um, and now and it's, and it's easier to understand, all right, cool, now I get why. And understanding who I am, it's, it's, it's easier to understand now why relationships don't work out. It's like, cool, look, I, I like this, you like that. You know, we're not very compatible. Yes, I can compromise, but you know, how much I really want to compromise you know, the person I truly am just to make this work, right? So... Okay, that was a moment in my life that I was truly, truly humbled by, like very, very humbled by, but I think it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me because it truly allowed me to, <clears throat> A, get, my, get a confidence back that I probably never had in the first place, um, and then truly let me understand exactly who the person I am is and then who the person I'm trying to become, you know, in this life that we're trying to lead, so... Those are a few moments in my life that were truly, truly humbling, uh, maybe more introspective. And I hope it was able to you know, help you guys out in any way possible in understanding more about your own lives. But don't be afraid of being humbled by a situation. Um, 
you may get knocked down a little bit, but it's, I think in the, in, in the long term and the short term, it's something that really, really helps everyone truly become a better version of themselves. If you're willing to accept that, damn, I just got, like, I, I guess in New York, we would call it, you just got sunned when you get sunned by someone. Um, but it's really, it's really important to get to be humbled, embrace that, and just, all right, cool. Maybe I can't, maybe I'm never going to be the, the idea of what I was before being humbled, but I should, I can be a, a version very close to that. So that's my, that's my um, advice on the, on, on situations like that, that do, you know, humble you and make you take a step back and maybe, you know, pop your ego balloon a little bit, but I think long-term is definitely something that's super beneficial for all of us. And we're always going to have moments that we are, are humbled by, you know, moments where you, you're, you realize, damn, I'm not the smartest guy in the room anymore. Damn, I'm not, you know, the most articulate on this topic. Or, damn, I don't really know how to do this very well. That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. It's okay not to know all the time. It's okay not to be the best all the time. But understand what you need to do to get better, right? So with the podcast, and I mentioned before, I don't know how to do this all the time. I don't know how to make the best sound quality. I don't know how to reach, you know, all my audiences, but that's fine. That's okay. I know people who do. So it's on me to reach out to them and try to get better, right? Because if I'm not trying to, if I'm not trying to get better, if you're not trying to get better, then what the hell are we trying to do then, right? We can't really just be doing this whole thing and just, you know, be okay with the, with the status quo. So that's me on being humbled. Would love to hear your opinion on the topic share a couple topics in your life, moments in your life, sorry, that you've been humbled and it's made you a better person or you've just been able to learn some things about yourself that you weren't aware of. So hit me up on Instagram at absolutely fucking not, no you after the F, or on Twitter at AFN Podcast. So hope you guys have a great weekend. My weekend's going to be, again, filled with three women in my household celebrating my, uh, my girlfriend's birthday. It should be a lot of fun, a lot of going out, a lot of drinking, um, still going to church though. My, uh, my attendance at church is actually pretty impeccable, I, I might say. Um, so just, you know, just doing my thing, getting, getting ready for this trip to Charleston. Um, any AFN, any absolutely fucking not podcast fans in Charleston, hit me up. We'll be out there. We'll love to do maybe, you know, uh, a show, you know, out there and just, you know, get your opinion on things. Love to get other people's perspective. Um, you know, this whole millennial thing we're doing now. So, as always, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Absolutely Fucking Not Podcast, episode 20 in the books. We made it. Again, hopefully we'll have another 20 more. Appreciate you.